Hi, mate. Hi. You all right? Yes. After the success of, um, or the way that we opened with Mr. Vo- Motivator. Mr. Motivator? Mr. Motivator. The, the German version of Mr. Motivator. Mr. Motivator, you will put your hands in the air. One, eins, zwei, drei. I have got a mystery sound for you, mm-hmm. and I want you to guess what this is. Are we still keeping the class clean? It's still clean, yeah. Okay. How is Jen? <laughs> what is that? That is... I know what it is. That is you getting into a cold shower. That is me. <laughs> this is the worst start. I'd rather hear from Mr. Votovita. I'm not just getting into a cold shower. Mm-hmm. I am engaging in the Wim Hof method. <laughs> what? Yes, this is my new thing, okay? So, you know, in Scandinavia... They have cold showers. Do you know why they do that? No. Well, they might not know it, but they're engaging in the Wim Hof method. Tell me more about Wim Hof. Uh, Wim Hof. Are you is related a, to David? Wim Hof is a Dutchman, okay, who can encase himself in ice but still control his body temperature. Right. Okay. And it's really good for the vascular system. Uh-huh. I thought you'd be more impressed. Let's just start the f- <laughs> podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Get ready for this, because radio wouldn't have them. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Here we go. What was that? So, what that I'm is? I'm going to be. Can I? Hand it's on, a lifestyle. Hand on heart, genuinely very proud of the first three that we've done. Is this number four? What I'm doing, I'm helping you. It will help with your immune system. He Wim says. Hof. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. It will help you. Do you know? Have you ever had a cold shower? No. Okay. Do I, it. Luckily, I can afford heating. I can. Okay. I do it every single day, and you feel great when you come out of a cold shower. Yeah, I'll be honest, mate. I'll be honest. Right? You don't sound great. You, you, uh, that does not. That's not uh, great. That's not the sound of a great man. So that was me at the start of the Wim Hof method. method. What's the end like? Okay. So what you do is you get into a shower, make it lukewarm to start with, and just gradually. Make it colder. No. And start 30 seconds. Then the next day, 40 seconds. I'm up to two minutes now. Two hours. Two minutes. And honestly, and yeah, you feel cold. It's a cold shower. Yeah. But you come out feeling great. Yeah. And you, you get some blood pumping around your Sorry, body. Mate, mate what, the, what are we talking about here? Is this a genuine thing? I just thought that might help you. And I thought it was a fun guessing game. You, take, you, t- you, you get involved in these types of things. In the 15 years that we've known each other, you've got involved in these type of things. You're into your, your, your sport massage. That was a little whim that you had. You, you just didn't like that because my, our mate Jack, Big Jack. Big Jack, yeah. Used to give me a massage in my home. Mm-hmm. Never offered me a massage, did he? Never. Quite funny enough, I used to make the same sort of sound when he could be <laughs> a sports massage. He didn't go easy on me. Wow. I mean, I did, what? The first podcast was great. The second was great. The third was brilliant because I really enjoyed chatting to Barry. And the fourth one, we've just played you getting into a cold shower. Well, um, if you think it's going downhill, it can go further downhill. Um, we had a great guest lined up for today and they've had to bail out at the last minute. Yeah. So we were going to talk to Thor's stuntman. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. Okay, Chris Hemsworth, whenever he does a movie where they need to do some big stunts, so if you saw him in that Netflix film Extraction out earlier this year where everything was exploding, okay, the guy who did the stunts for that was our man here. Yeah. 
but he's got filming commitments, so he couldn't come on. He's been in the Bat suits, he's been in the Batman movies, he's got some incredible stories, and he's mates with Chris, uh, Chris Hemsworth. So we thought yeah. that would be great. Yeah. But we are going to get him on soon. Yeah. But I can also tell you mm-hmm. that on next week's podcast, we are going to have one of the cast from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Get in! One of the family is coming on this podcast. They are doing a reunion, aren't they? It's going to be back on telly soon. That's the whole point. Yeah. And I tried, I chanced my arm and they're coming on. They've agreed to be on. Yeah. And so, yeah, the whole whole reboot, it's coming out at Christmas on HBO, I think. It's going to be huge. It's going to be massive and we have got one of the cast, one of the original cast on this podcast next week. Next week. Foxy and Giuliano. The podcast. Can we talk about my dad? Go on then. What's your, how's your dad it's doing? It's my dad's 70th birthday last week. And um, we thought, because it was the big 7-0, that what we would do is organise a special afternoon where my dad, we either went to my dad's or he came to ours and uh, we got a cake and we made some nice food and spent a bit of time with his grandchildren. Yeah. So I texted my dad a couple of days before his birthday. I said, Dad... Um, would love it if you came to either us or we can come to you. Um, let's just celebrate your 70th. And I said, my, my girls would love to be with Grandad Bill. And he replied and just put no. <laughs> just put, no, nah, I'm all right. And I was like, are you being serious? He was like, yeah. He said, but the reason is because he's got a girlfriend. Have you heard about the girlfriend that he's got my dad? Oh, your yes. dad's been single. So, for years, so, so you're, 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 I mean, not to go over old wounds, but your parents split up when you were younger. When I was 11, they got divorced, Jules. They got divorced. <laughs> is this okay. the time and place? I don't think it is. And your mum is with someone else. Yeah. But your dad has always been borderline Mr. recluse. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I don't think he'd be offended by that. I don't think he's really bothered about you that much. I don't think he really knows that we're doing this podcast. Um, so, yeah, he said no. And I, he, the reason is he, he wanted to spend it with his girlfriend. I said, so are you meeting your girlfriend? How's he met his girlfriend? Have you not heard the story? No, oh, this not- is, mate, this is amazing. So my dad um, knew his now girlfriend. He doesn't actually call her his girlfriend. What does he call her? Just by her her name, which I don't want to share on the podcast, just in case. What, you think people are going to track down your dad's girlfriend based on the fact that you might say her name is Jane? (laughs) Or let's call her Jane. Oh, all the Janes in the world. I wonder if I can track down Foxy's dad's girlfriend. Well, my my, my dad's girlfriend, they were together before my mum and dad got married. And then it all went kind of wrong. And my dad then met my mum and they went off and got married. Didn't go wrong because of these two, did he? He wasn't playing away from home. No, no. I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I've, I've never asked my dad that question. Dad, are you a cheat? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just pass me gravy for Yorkshire pudding. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they knew each other before, before the marriage. And um, about two or three years ago, my dad received a letter because he'd not made any contact with this lady for... 30, 40 years. So he says. Well, so he says. He receives a letter from a private investigator. Because this girlfriend has paid a private investigator to track my dad down. Your dad must be hot stuff. <laughs> he, he, he must be a good one. So she didn't know, does he not live in the same place? I'm, I'm guessing the geography's changed, um, does it? She lives, well, she lives in Ipswich and my dad lives in Cambridge. So she thought about him for how many years? But, but it must have been between 30 and 40 years. So this is a proper love story. Yeah, and so she paid this guy and this private investigator to track my dad down, posted a letter through his uh, letterbox. Uh, my dad opens a letter, uh, so-and-so, Jane, let's call her Jane. Jane is desperate to get back in touch. Uh, here are her contact details. What a story that is. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope, she was rubbish. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's uh, so that's the lady he decided to sack off his own grandchildren to spend time with on his seventieth birthday. So how long are they? How long has it been going on for? It's been going on for about two, three years now. And my dad is absolutely obsessed with her to the point where he doesn't want to spend time with his own grandchildren. Do you think uh, they still? Um... Okay. Um, okay, that's. <laughs> okay, turn it off. That's too much for me. Let's talk about your dad. I want to talk about your dad. My dad, oh, no. Giorgio. Well, you know that he. What's your dad's full name? Giorgio. Giorgio Casaday. Well, he hasn't got any middle names. I don't. Do you know what? I don't know. You don't know. Because I'm Giuliano Massimo Romeo Casaday. No, you're Giorgio. You're Giuliano Romeo Massimo Casaday. Well, that's my name. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you just got your own name wrong. That's it. <laughs> This doesn't bode well, does it, for the rest of the cast? <laughs> okay. Does, uh, all I was all I was just sort of musing was, does, does my well, dad... I, as you know, my name is Giuliano Brian, <laughs> Julian, Keith, Philip, Simon Cassidy. Anyway, the point is, I don't know whether my dad has a middle name. Well, you don't even know your own. Who knows if you know what your dad's is? The thing is, my dad, he's, he's, he's only just recovered from a really serious operation. Oh, great. So, he, yeah. yeah. let's give him a ring and let's well, wind him up. No, what I mean is... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him on the show. How many weeks has he been out of hospital? Uh, Dad, you've got... Um, uh, 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 if I say Dad, he's going to know it's me. Yeah. I'm not having a good day today, am I? That's why we don't do wind-ups. Hello, it's Giuliano here from the radio station that's in your hometown. Do you know where it is? Is it Giuliano? Yes, it is, yes. Yeah. I was going to say, let's phone up as a tax man or something like no, that. No, let's not. Let's see if we can give him a heart Hang on, attack. how many weeks has he been out of hospital, your no, dad? He, he came out of hospital in March, but it took ages. It was They literally chucked him out a, just before proper lockdown. It was a serious operation. Really serious doing. operation. So he's only just starting to get his... Well, let's give him a call and wind him up. He will swear. That's fine. He'll either swear, and if and if we start talking about, like, pineapple on pizza, that's uh, all bets are off. Well, that's, that's the first thing I'm going to say to him. Giorgio. Pineapple on pizza, your thoughts, please. We, we can judge how well he is by how quickly he goes to DEFCON 5. Which is... Have you ever... Well, it's just a full... Have you ever watched... Um, what's that Leonardo DiCaprio film? Wolf of Wall Street. Have yeah. you watched Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know his dad in that. Do you remember the scene when... My, basically, I watched Wolf of Wall Street and my dad would react the same way if someone called at dinner time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So if someone calls at dinner time, my dad would be like... Hello. <laughs> it was just like the dad in the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. So, we, we, okay, well, we can see how... Where is he? Where is he right now? I don't know. At Let's... the time of recording, where is your dad? Well, he'll be at home. He might be walking the dog or there's every chance he's just watching Sky Sports. All right. Okay, great. Well, let's give him a call. So he's not well. We're going to give him a call and wind him up about pineapple on pizza. <laughs> great idea. Foxy and Giuliano. The podcast. Hello? Giorgio, it's Foxy. How are you? What the fuck do you want, then, mate? <laughs> I told you'd swear. I'm busy, you know. What do you want? Oh, I've got dizzy. That's made me laugh so much. Oh, Hi, Dad. Oh. Hi, Dad. Hello. What, what, are, are you, where are you now? I'm in Wittering, West Wittering. I just stopped now so you can talk. Okay, so you're, you've been you're on the hands free. I am on the hands free. Yes. Okay, um, Georgia, what do you think to pineapple on pizza? What pineapple <laughs> on pizza? Yeah, that's an American bloody thing. I don't know who invented this. 
But, you know, you give it to an Italian and you'll get shot. <laughs> we, we were just we were trying to judge how how well your recovery is going by your reaction to, to certain things because I've, I've told john i told foxy that you, you're, you're much better now but you know after your operation but um yeah. you, you might not react well to um well it was going to see how animated you got um about pineapple on pizza and the other thing i read about uh recently was nigella lawson Using? Did you hear about her using marmite to make a pasta sauce? Well, if she gives it to me, I, I know where I shove it to. <laughs> I tell you what, marmite doesn't even exist in Italy. I they don't even know what it is. <laughs> well, you know, they're all trying their best. Now, Jamie Oliver comes up with a, uh, you know, spaghetti marinara and he puts in whatever he likes whereas there's nothing marinara about and and so on you know all of them they all do the same why don't they use their own brains and say i'm doing this my way forget about the name from italy you know if you want to do a marinara you have to put marinara stuff in it and and so on a pizza with pineapple jesus christ <laughs> Oh, Giorgio, if you if you were to go back to Italy and open a restaurant and start selling pasta with marmite and put pineapple on pizzas, what would happen to your restaurant, Giorgio? Well, I'd just close the day after. <laughs> I, you know, because I either would be dead or I'd kill someone because he wants to kill me. <laughs> it's a very violent culture, isn't it? This whole, this whole pizza parlour thing. I can't believe we haven't we haven't talked about your 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 beautiful daughter's your your beautiful daughter's wedding, Giorgio. Well, you haven't. No, we, well, we we briefly talked about it on a previous podcast, and Juliana was saying that you took your own food to a vegan wedding. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> of all, I didn't even know it was a vegan wedding. <laughs> you didn't know. Why did nobody tell your dad? Wait, 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 dad, 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 dad. Lydia, my sister, has been vegetarian stroke vegan for. Quite a while. Did you? Did you not? Do you? No. Do you usually take chicken drumsticks to a wedding? I do not take anything where I know that I'm not going to get enough food. <laughs> so I get, I get well, well stocked. And if I get there and there's better food, then I'll eat it and leave that to take it back home. But otherwise, I just I just eat what I what I've got and I. Well, okay, I can say that the pizza wasn't too bad, and also the the display of the, the oven with the with the Fiat five hundred there. Yeah, I was going to say. So they they hired in this 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 catering company yeah. where the pizza oven was built into a Fiat five hundred. So it looked yeah, cool. Amazing, it looked, yeah. And they were good pizzas, Dad, weren't they? No, they weren't bad. As I said, you know, not bad, not bad, <laughs> not bad. But but at what at what point did you did you, I mean did you start offering the chicken drumsticks around, Giorgio? Did you keep them to yourself? No, I think my my lovely son has raided the the box before I knew. <laughs> I ate them. Yeah, there was no meat there. You've never told me this part of the story. Well, there, was, there was no meat there. So your poor dad, you've told the story so many times on different radio shows that we've done that you've always said it was just your dad eating the meat. Yeah. Uh, of course, my dog as well. She loved it. <laughs> I 
think she would eat vegetarian. Well, because so, Dad, Dad, what we need to tell everyone is, um, so uh, I've got a dog called Maggie, mm-hmm. and Mum and Dad have got a dog called Lulu, yeah. and Lydia, my sister, loves them both, and she wanted them both at the wedding as well, yeah, yeah. which which was which was fine. I mean, they were running about a bit. The wedding was in a forest. It sounds like I'm making this up, everyone. I'm not. My, my sister's very cool, and she got married out in this forest. Yeah, it, was amazing. It, it was amazing, and the weather was great, and it was just it was just beautiful. Yeah. And because Lydia is, is, you know, she is quite cool, quite woke, and stuff like that. Um, in one section of the forest, there's a place where you can go to take photos, which is called the Circle of Life. Circle of Life. life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, so it's this bit where you know family or important people, you know, you know, you all get in the, the photo together. And it was when the photographer was sort of lining us all up, and then just Maggie had a dump in the Circle of Life. <laughs> <laughs> circle of life did you pick up the dump like um, I had to pick it up didn't I Dad? you know like the scene in Lion King where they pick up the child it was Simba you know? I did, yeah I didn't hold up the doggy bag like Simba presenting it With to the, the world sunset behind circle of life Go on, Dad. I was worried about that place because that's what they also they they do funerals in there. So yeah, so it's a forest yeah. where there's both where they both have weddings, okay, yeah. but know. they also have some funerals there. So it was kind of weird because in amongst the wedding yeah. party, there was a few people who were there to like drop off ashes and things like that. So could you? We didn't go to the wrong party because I mean your family, Juliana, have got previous on that. Do you remember when Jen went to the wrong funeral? She yeah. went a week early, was it? Jen went a week early to a funeral. Yeah, did you know that, Dad? No, I didn't. Yeah, Jen, one of the neighbours died a few years ago, so um, I couldn't go because I was at work, but so Jen went along to represent us. And um, she was like, this is a different crowd to what I was expecting. And then like, she went and checked and she realised, no, that, that funeral's next week. <laughs> Did she stay wow. for the whole funeral? No, no, at the point, no, she didn't, no, she's not just a, a funeral crasher. Right. When she realised, she apologised and went off. I'll wait for the buffets, I think. All right. Well, Giorgio, it's lovely to speak to you. Thank you very much for answering your phone. And you've, you've actually given I me... Just wanted to, I just wanted to let you know yep. that somebody in that wedding, Lydia's wedding, asked me, why do you, how do you, you know, why did you call your dog Lulu? I said, well, after a prostitute. You know, in France, uh, they were actually calling them Lulu, Lili, Lala. So I thought that was appropriate for my little dog. So you named the dog after a prostitute? Yes. Why why are you saying these things? The name of the prostitute. Because in that wedding, somebody asked me, and they they were all absolutely flabbergasted. (laughs) That might have been because you were saying it as you were chomping on a chicken drumstick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Giorgio, I love you. Thank you very much. I'll say goodbye to you. And next time you call me, eh, give me some warning because I'm, I was driving and I nearly got done by the police. <laughs> Adios. Adios, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now, a lovely professional voice to say, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Oh man, your dad's actually giving me a headache from the way he answered the phone. That um, I told you, swear. I, I know, yeah. So um, I, I genuinely think if your dad did his own podcast, it'd be far more successful than ours. He, he's animated, isn't he? He's great. I mean, do you know what I love about that as well? I guarantee your mum was sat next to him in the car. Oh, she would have been sat next to him. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't say a word. It sounded like they were out having um, going for a. So, so walk your with a dog. your mum just wouldn't. She just she, she just lets the Giorgio show happen. 
Or when the Giorgio show's in full flow. Don't, don't interrupt. <laughs> don't interrupt the magic. No, no, absolutely. She's, but do you, you know what? She's heard it all before. She's heard it all before. How like many years have they been married, your mum and dad? It's water off a duck's back. I don't know, you 40 don't, or something You don't like know that. your own name. How would you know the <laughs> length of your parents' marriage, of course? Um, um, but doing port balls in a bit. Yes. If, if this is the first podcast you're listening to... There's three previous ones which you can go back to, but just in case, pork balls. Basically, it's your chance to have a takeaway on us up to the value of £20. Okay? It's the only podcast on the planet that will pay for your takeaway. It's the best worst game in the world. It is. Yeah. Um, we'll do that in a bit. Um, first of all, though, we've got a listener question. Oh, now we, it feels like we need like a jingle for this. Yes, it probably we probably do, but we haven't got one. Listeners' questions. Now, this is from our Facebook page, Foxy and Juliana, the podcast, of which we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page, which we would love you to follow. So search us out on Facebook and on Instagram, where you'll get all the latest information about the podcast. Just search for Foxy and Juliano, the podcast. Who's the, who's the question from? So this one is from Michelle. Michelle, my bell. Michelle asks, yeah. um, have you ever worked for some terrible bosses? <laughs> oh, okay. Sit back, relax, get your slippers on. This is going to take some time. Now, I should say, right at the start, yeah. we've worked for some absolutely brilliant people. Ooh! We should have a little test to see if uh, David Lloyd is listening to our podcast. He was or not. a good boss. He was, he's the best boss. He, 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 he was so chilled out and he just let us get on with it. I've got some some memories of some terrible bosses as well as well. There's one um, which, and this is a silly reason as to why I didn't like this man. When we'd go for breakfast, he would order eggs Benedict. Okay, you don't, now, like, you don't like eggs. Benedict? I love eggs Benedict. I love the creamy hollandaise sauce. It's beautiful. Because I would have been here every single time. I have no idea what you're about to say. All right, this will bring back some memories when I tell you what used to annoy me about this man is when he used to order, order his eggs Benedict. What he'd do is always say to the waiter or waitress, "Could you please put the hollandaise sauce on the side?" Oh my God! Why would you do that? That's going to get a bogey in your burger. So, you, so, the, so the chef would do the, the poached egg on the, on the crumpet. What's the point? And then you'd get a little tiny, like, little cup of hollandaise sauce you could pour on. Why? That's not how it so comes. They wanted the right amount of hollandaise sauce. Oh, my God. It used to irritate me. I used to be so embarrassed every time he used to say it. If we're talking about the same person, and I don't know that we are, but we had a boss as well who wouldn't mind taking a chip off your plate. Oh, I hate that as well. Honestly, <laughs> I just don't, food. Oh, I just don't, I, I don't understand. My wife does it. Yeah, oh, should we share that? No. What is it when you used to go to the cinema with your wife, Jen? Used to, it really irritate you. Uh, popcorn. Popcorn. It's really simple, okay? I'm not made of money, but I'll fork out for two bags, okay? <laughs> oh, big bucks over there. I don't want anyone reaching across and putting there and there. Oh, it's just like, just have the popcorn. Do you want any popcorn? No. Nah. No, nah, I'm all right for popcorn. Fine. I'm ordering one bag and you're not touching it. Okay. Sure enough. Agreed. Always, it's always agreed beforehand. Halfway yeah. through the movie, yeah. I can feel sort of like E.T.'s hand <laughs> reaching over. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I, I used, my ex-girlfriend used to try and nick a chip every time. I used to, oh, my word, that Just used to tip me over the edge. And do you know what the other thing that, that that's really, this has been gone on for so long, okay? But why is it that I, I'm trying to think, of all the storage in our house for clothes, right? Mm-hmm. I reckon I get about a quarter of it. So, so, so the 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 chest of drawers, the 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 cupboards we have, 
My clothes are just refugees strewn all over the house. I find someone in the washroom. I find some over here, some, some folded up over there. I never get a spot to myself. <laughs> Why do I not get that? Can I just say thank you to Michelle for your question there. We've gone completely off topic, and now it's all about how we feel like terrible, I'm expecting terribly my, treated husbands. I'm expecting my clothes to come in on a boat. <laughs> just come to me. Because <laughs> they're all over the place. Right, should we do port balls? Alright, don't mess this up. We've messed this up every podcast so far. You ready? Ready. Tell me when. I will. You ready? Paul Balls, Paul Balls, get your pork balls. Will you be a caller? From of all our calls, pork balls, pork balls. Get your pork balls. Get the number right and you'll get your pork tonight. You got go. it wrong, you got it wrong. Susan! Afternoon! How are you, Bob? I'm alright, Bob. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. What are you doing today, Suzanne? Well, usual Friday for me, rock and roll life, as you know. Um, cleaning, basically. Rock and roll. Nothing <laughs> says rock and roll than bleach in the bog, does it, Susan? That's I've just I'm... done that, literally. <laughs> did it need a doing, did it? No. Okay. <laughs> it's immaculate, my toilet. Would you eat your tea off your bog, Susan? Um, no, from a health and safety, uh, etc. point of view, but I've always kept a clean toilet, shall we say. <laughs> Okay, are you? What if we weren't in a pandemic? Would that be the clincher? Uh, no, it's just clean all the time. Oh, okay. But you've got a man in the house. I feel you find you have to keep the toilet clean. She's known as Clean Bog Susan around her area. As you well know. <laughs> you've got it. Yeah, you've got it. Right, Susan, are you ready to play pot balls? Well, as ready as I'll ever be. Would you like a takeaway on us up to a maximum value of twenty pounds? Well, on you pay anything, up to the value of anything could do me, frankly. Oh, bless you, God bless you. It's very simple, very simple game this, Susan. We are going to ring a Chinese takeaway. Okay, all you have to do is guess what number pork balls are on the menu. So, Susan, have a little think. My cogs are whirring. You do realise my specialist subject on mastermind is Chinese takeaway menus around the world. Well. I wish we'd check that before we'd agree to get you on. This is the game for you. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, so, uh, what? Don't, don't just jump in there with a the number straight away. She hasn't yet. What's your strategy? Well, I've been swatting up uh, for the last three weeks while I've got nothing else to do. On my quadratic equations, my calculus, my algebra, uh, Einstein's theory, I'm hoping one of those might potentially come in useful with this highbrow game. Okay, so factoring in all those permutations, what kind of number is sort of whirring around in in the grey matter? Do you, do, you, do you feel anything coming? I know coming? what they are on my menu in my local Chinese. Good start. What's the, what's the name of your local Chinese? Corto uh, Garden, Harborn. Oh. Okay. And what number of pork balls on that menu? Yeah, 
This isn't my answer, by the way. Pork balls, uh, sweet and sour pork balls on that menu is 42 because I've had them several times and they are yummy. Okay. What are you going for? Well, I'm going to go radical now. I'm going to reverse. I'm going to go 24. Oh. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a great guess. Okay. Are you going to lock that number in, Susan? You can change your mind. Um, I don't think I need to phone a friend as I can't use my phone. I won't ask the hosts because they're worse than useless. So, yes, I'm locking in that answer. She's locking it in. Let's lock it in. <laughs> no, the, the, noise, the lock-in noise has been done. <laughs> cannot change. So you're locked in on 24. 24. Right, okay. Come on, 24. Best of luck, Susan. Let me call the Chinese takeaway. Hi, Swan, can you have you? Hi there, just wondered what number your pork balls are on your takeaway menu. Uh, 32. 32, thank you so much. Have Welcome. a lovely night. Good night. Thank you, bye. 32, Susan! Susan. Oh, I was just a smidge out. Oh, Susan, I'm so sorry. What were you thinking, Susan? Of course it was 32. Well, I mean, I should have taken my old house number where I grew, grew up, took the 100 off the front. I might have been bang on. But, of course you, know, you should. Of course you should. Of course you should, Susan. I mean, why on earth I did not think of that? I don't flipping, know. Use your brain. Come on, Susan. <laughs> you're hilarious. I'm, I'm grammar school educated, if you don't mind. Well, well you're not demonstrating it now. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, well, I'm we, a Baggies fan. What can I say? We love you. Have a lovely day. Thank you for being on the podcast. Love you lots, guys. Once again, we've <sighs> ended on a downer. No, I've, I've got a way of finishing this on a high. Have you? Because I've got a story as well that we could end on. So it's up to you. What, what, what have you got? Hang on. Let me just drop the mics and tell me what. Just give me a little brief synopsis of the story. Hang on. Mics dropped. Yeah, I think we should do what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save my story for next week, okay? But in the meantime, why don't we promote yes. what's coming up on next, next week's, week's podcast? Shite! Sh- <laughs> what were you going to say? Show. Oh, show! <laughs> I don't know why you've just said that for no so reason. So sorry for swearing, that was my main promise. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called All Bel-Air. right, so next week on the podcast... We'll be joined by one of the family members from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They will be on the podcast next week to subscribe, of course. You can follow the links on our Instagram page, Foxy and Juliana, the podcast, or even better, the Facebook page. Wrap us off here. All right. Well, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, on the playgrounds, where I spend most of my days. Wrap it out now as I can't remember what's all you